Today's episode is brought to you by Tua T Fitness and the Sounds in Cinema podcast. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the season of the witch edition. Oh boy. (laughs) My name is Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, your friend and mine, Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness. Hello, Chu. Hi, Chance. (laughs) Wow. Did we watch something? Was, wasn't this movie kind of your idea? Yeah. Well, both of our ideas. All right, listeners, you know that last week, what did we do last week, Chu? I'm going to quiz you. Can you remember the movie we did? We did Drive Angry. Drive hey. Angry. Good job. Nicolas Cage film. So I believe it was after we got off air, right, that we said, hey, let's have a a Nicolas Cage extravaganza. We'll have five Nicolas Cage movies before your next teachable moment. (laughs) And we knew that because we discussed on that episode that three of them, he also did in 2011. He was busy that year. I think he had some bills due because there's no other reason why you would do these movies as if you were in dire need. So he did Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. And, I, I, you know, this is what we just so I, I, I guess my point is I came up with the idea of, hey, let's just do a bunch of Nicolas Cage movies. There's so many to choose from. They're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> Yes, they are. But but you had decided, okay, let's do let's do Season of the Witch first. Yeah. Right? Can you believe So we have nobody nobody to blame but each other. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe <laughs> that I liked Drive Angry more than than this movie? Yes. Drive Angry was better. Way better. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about, again, a 2011 film, Season of the Witch, directed to by Dominic Senna. Maybe Cena? I think it's Senna. Okay. Quiz time for Chew. Here are some other Dominic Senna movies. California with a K. Okay. Gone in 60 <laughs> Seconds. Swordfish and Whiteout. Huh. I'm gonna say you've heard of one. Gone in sixty seconds. Yes, that's obviously. the one I would think you know. Um, I've never seen Whiteout, but I think that's with Kate Beckinsale. Hey, look at you. Hey, look at me go. Uh, yeah. I mean, are are him and Nick Cage friends? They must I don't be. know. I don't know. They gotta be. All right, but it's you know Dominic Senna based on these movies, which we're gonna watch, probably all of them at some point. 
Maybe not California with a K. I don't know. But Gone in 60 Seconds, Swordfish, Whiteout, they're in your life at some point, Chew. Yeah. <laughs> He's a professional, how dare you, director. It's his thing. He probably enjoys it. Let's make the crappiest movie we can. Done. But Gone in 60 Seconds is pretty fun. Do you I... think that counts as a how dare you? Oh, it's a how dare you, but it's a okay. it's one I like. Okay. <laughs> I'll give that to it. This movie had a budget chew of $40 million. I'm talking Season of the Witch now. It did make 10.6 in its opening weekend but only 24.8 in the USA. But made a profit worldwide, cumulatively $91.6 million. I saw that. I am blown away <laughs> See, yeah. that this movie made money, like a good amount of money. Yeah, but... I'm Hol surprised. The, the standard for Hollywood is if you don't make your money back in the USA... Your it's movie bad. was a garb. Yeah, it was a piece of yeah. shit. Well, there's no arguing that. This movie was enough of a piece of shit that reshoots were ordered and then performed by Brett Ratner. A different director. Oh, man. Goo. Someone got in trouble. Dominic. Woofa. When you're bringing Brett Ratner in to save your movie, your movie's got fucking problems. <laughs> Ugh. and i got two and a half pages worth of problems you best believe it yeah is that right how long is your list of grievances then 40 four zero holy shit that's more than me whoa what was yours 32 Oh, I knew when I'd gotten to half of the page of the first page, I, I thought, well, I'm going to need another piece of paper. <laughs> I did. I did text you. I think I said, I'm 12 minutes into this movie and have 10 grievances. I'm almost a grievance a minute so far. I thought I was going to have 100, <laughs> over 100 grievances. Like you couldn't write fast enough. Yeah. At that pace. But I slowed down after a while. Uh, positive points? Two. <laughs> I knew you'd only have two. I just knew it. <laughs> you don't know. I did know. I should have just <laughs> said it. <laughs> what was yours? I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but six. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. For Especially a, when you cert you definitely didn't have enough grievances. For a not good movie. Kind of sounds like you liked it. No, I did not. So you know why I don't have as many grievances written down? Because you got bored in the middle of the movie? Thank you. Because that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. This movie has 11% on Rotten Tomatoes, Chew. I was thinking about this. Like, what would your blurb be on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie? Uh, I it's just so fucking boring. Nothing really happens. How, how? I am astounded. How I would is love this to so see boring? On Rotten Tomatoes, under Lady Chew Cinema. 
just a blurb that says, it's just so fucking boring. It is. But your blurb is basically my blurb. Because I would have, I thought about this, I wrote it down. I would have said, this is a movie with sword fights, sorcery, witches, and demons. And it's a complete bore fest. I could not agree more. You'd think that with all that shit going on, it would Something be really overwhelming. Something might happen, yeah. No, God. <laughs> that in itself is a, a real talent. I'm just, oh, God. Well, so it would appear to that this movie was only nominated for one How Dare You Award forgettable performance by an Oscar-winning actor. As we know from our show last week, he won for Drive Angry. Yeah. I feel like... This one might actually be more forgettable. Oh. <sighs> Remember, it's not bad. It's more forgettable. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He just doesn't do much. This this whole movie is is an entire doesn't movie do of, much. doesn't do much. I felt like <laughs> What was your very first grievance, by the way? Uh already way too serious. Oh, that's what I think it should have been nominated. Like a movie that takes itself way too seriously. More so than Cowboys and Aliens, The Eagle, Ides of March, Robin Hood, and Trespass. Uh Uh-oh. Trespass. We're going to be dealing with that one. Uh, Yeah. That's a Nick Cage movie, right? Yeah. Uh, Well, as I'm sure you would guess, I've never seen any of those (laughs) movies. And... Uh, I don't know what, what I little was thinking I know. reading those movies as if they're movies you know <laughs> or have seen. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't disagree. Those are movies that definitely take themselves too seriously. And I'm only basing that on yeah. the fact that I've seen previews for those movies. But I felt like... I but this felt... does take itself way too seriously. Yeah... But it's not dripping with the seriousness. Like. Are you the, sure? Uh, actually, it's a Nicolas Cage movie that gave birth to that category. Because the year Captain Corelli's Mandolin came out. What the fuck is that? I, yeah, I, I, was, I said to my other how dare you compatriots. I was like, nope. This is this movie is taking itself way too fucking seriously. That's that's an award on the show now. <laughs> we felt like we struck gold with that one. But you know when a production company is created specifically for a movie that has often has something from the movie in it like I don't know, pick an example. That's just even made up. Like my favorite movie of all time is Jaws. So if it just said Bruce Productions or Bruce Presents, because that was the name they gave the shark. Mm -hmm. When this movie came up and I saw Rogue Presents, I thought, we're in a lot of trouble. (laughs) This movie's going to suck. 
And suck it. And did. then a title card, a title card came up that said, uh, well, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, City of Valach, 1235 AD. Oh, God. I thought, it's not getting better. I had to look up places. Also, Valach? Because that's too much like village. City of village? It is. Your movie's stupid already. <laughs> I had to I had to look up a lot of the the places that it said to make sure that they were at least real at some point in time. Were they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like Styria, the village they go to like first. That's a real place. The one they burn? The one with the dead people from the plague that they burn? Do they just burn mm-hmm. all the houses? Yeah. See, I can't. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I think it's the village where they they get the mission to like go get oh, okay. to transport. Her. That's the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, in case you were wondering, I looked it up. This takes place in Austria. I thought it was Hungary. It's Austria. But you wouldn't fucking know that. And neither would anybody else unless they fucking Googled it. Especially since almost everybody in the movie is speaking with a fucking American accent. (laughs) That is my number one fucking grievance. Actually, you guys, fun fact. Amazing. um, In the mid-1300s, New York accents existed. Who would have thought? (laughs) Nobody even fucking tried. I think that's the thing that makes me... The maddest is that nobody even fucking tried. Well, because there are people with some British accents. And list like, look, the British accent is sort of the standard accent we expect to hear when we're watching a movie like this. Yeah. If you're watching this movie and hear a British accent, you're, you're willing to say, okay, I give it a clean slate. Yeah. You know, no problem. But you can't come in with an American accent because it doesn't fucking uh. exist yet. I fucking fuck. amazing. So great. So great. Ugh. Love how stupid that is. It may I'm severely irritated. I, in fact, I don't remember the last time I was this this upset about something in a movie that we've watched. <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> like you fucking dick. Just try. Nick Cage Nicholas did try Cage. a teens. Nicholas Cage and Ron Perlman sound like vaudeville actors try <laughs> I mean they're hamming it up they have jokes between each other I even wrote it down as a positive point when Nicolas Cage says something about you're always getting in trouble or or I'm always following someone who gets in trouble and Ron Perlman just says we were in France oh yeah, yeah. as the <laughs> As though all the women in France just have to be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I you know, I think I need to state, I don't hate Ron Perlman. He's fine. This just isn't oh, the... Oh, he's fantastic. This isn't the movie for him. And I think you know that. <laughs> I think you know that. No, I mean, on paper, Ron Perlman sounds like a good idea for this movie, right? I disagree. I don't think this is Ron Perlman's 
fault or Nicolas Cage's fault. This is Dominic Senna's fault. So do you Just think... have them do an accent. Who doesn't want to hear Ron Perlman's British accent? I mean, I'm interested. I'm a, I am hear that. I'm on fucking board. Has he ever done one? <laughs> I don't know. See, that's the problem. I'm thinking that he hasn't done one. And although I haven't done my research, I'm thinking he hasn't done one. So why would he do one now? What if he just told Dominic, no, I'm not doing an accent? <laughs> what's what's Dominic going to say? Better. Uh, I notice on the first take of our first day of filming, you're not doing an accent. Can we do a British accent, please? No. Oh. You're not gonna you're not gonna fight Ron Perlman. There's no fucking way. The guy's no. that guy's enormous. No, yeah. No. He's fucking Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right, Chew. We only have a few minutes left in this first segment. Okay. Can you tell the good people what the hell this movie's about? Chew, describe the plot. Okay. Ah, shit. <laughs> All right. I wish, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> Some crusaders who have, quote unquote, deserted their cause, um, find themselves in Austria amongst villages fighting the plague. And then the villagers end up blaming it on a witch because that's what you did. If something was wrong, you just blamed it on a woman. I mean, it makes fucking sense, obviously. <laughs> And then they have to transport her to, I don't know, a castle up in the fucking mountains, because that's what you do. It's where you take witches. And, uh, yeah. Did it sound boring? Because it was. I f- Perfect. Fuck, I'm mad. Mad. <laughs> okay. That's an excellent description, Chew. I think the only thing I would add is I so isn't the castle they're taking it to like the priests there I believe the priests there can do the incantation to uh, remove the witch from her or something like that Yeah the monks do incantations which when you say it like that sounds like witchcraft so the monks are going to perform basically witchcraft to get rid of a witch <laughs> Fucking losers. God. By the way, who's the witch? Claire Foy. You guys. one of her first roles. Yeah. She has come a long way. Thank God. Oh, I think she's quite good. She's one of my positive points. Yeah, I would say that. She's not bad. She's good. Yeah. But she's known only as the girl. Yeah. Is there anything more Hollywood- than just naming a character the girl. Like, how fucking lazy. Give her a name. But like you said, it's always the woman's fault, right? Yep. Because we're the worst. Well, in your case, that's true. (laughs) 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 On that note... I won't argue. Let's take a break. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break, Chew, and then we're going to come back and talk about. It's called Season of the Witch. Did you forget? No, I was trying trying to come up with a descriptor for this massive bit of nonsense. (laughs) 
How's a movie with witchcraft boring? Fuck this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, we'll be back okay. after this. <laughs> Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back. Lady Chu and I are here, ladies and gentlemen, talking about the 2011 film Season of the Witch, directed by Dominic Senna. Chu, I think we both have on our positive points. The Hound makes an appearance in this movie. Yeah, that was fun for about like first four minutes. Seconds. Never see him yeah. again. <laughs> I feel like I would have liked the but movie I better. I said, "Hey, the Hound," <laughs> and he acted like the Hound. Yeah, he was houndish. Yeah, he was. It was nice. Unlike the wolves that took turn into like devil dogs. Yeah, that was weird. That was a grievance. We don't need to kill dogs. What are you killing? What are you killing wolves for? Like, stop. They're just doing wolf things. I said, I wrote down as a grievance, so much dog killing. Chew is sad now. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't like it. Obviously, I know that they're not fucking real, but like, that's not going to, seeing wolves, seeing animals get killed isn't going to get me excited about the movie so just fucking stop it i had the same feeling about the close-up shots of feet at the beginning of this movie <laughs> they were pretty grotesque <laughs> <laughs> just hang in three witches so that i get close-up shot from dominic senna or maybe brett ratner let's do feet <laughs> feet sounds good no no it wasn't and why are we drowning the witches after we've hung them they're right. dead. I was, all, all I could think of, wait, you're going to poison your water supply now with dead bodies? Oh, God, people back then were so fucking stupid. <laughs> don't get me started. Seriously. Dumb. D-U-M. Witches don't cause the plague. Just got to You got to wash your rats. God, just stop doing <laughs> nasty shit. Wash your rats. Just wash all the rats. <laughs> Give them a little bath. <sighs> okay. I think one of my biggest grievances at the beginning of this movie. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing you <laughs> with a bathtub of rats with like just bath just time, little rubber duckies. There's bubbles. Everyone's having sponge. a good time. <laughs> just dunking them. You're done. <laughs> Go dry off now. Okay. 
All right. Uh, okay. You're next, Carmen. <laughs> anyway, the the when this movie does use CGI, it's offensive. Oh, rude. I wrote down CGI Desert Walk in 1332. Don't like. <laughs> the CGI... Followed by... Sorry, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to agree. The CGI was horrendous. It's terrible. Uh, bad. This is all followed by two men, our supposed heroes, Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman, arguing about which side... Of the hundreds of people they're going to kill. Well, I'll kill the 300 on this side, and you kill the 300 on that side. And whoever kills the most doesn't have to buy drinks, I believe. Yeah. Basically, they're stealing something that really worked and was fun for the Lord of the Rings series. Right. And managed to make it not fun and stupid in this movie. Yeah, it's like they tried too hard with the joke. Like, jokes was done uh, almost 10 years ago at this point, so you don't need to do it again. Don't they show us in the neighborhood of about 14 years of battles? There's a battle montage at the beginning of this movie. This movie has so many time jumps in the first 20 fucking minutes. I wrote it all down. (laughs) I wrote all the years. It's, I got six. No, I got five. 1332, 1332, 34, 37, 39, 44, and I'm assuming, oh, and then they do like one month later after they leave and desert. So you can call it six, I guess. That's not necessary. We all know the Crusades took a long time. Oh, super important. We have to talk about this. Go. I had to look it up even before I watched. I had a grievance marked even before I watched the movie because I read the summary (laughs) and it was these guys fought in the crusades and then they go back home well home Europe whatever to you know battle the black plague Mm -hmm. and I thought oof that's not right doesn't match up the timelines no so I looked it up right the, la- the final crusades, according to Google, so if anybody wants to throw in a history lesson, by all means, I am open to it. Yeah. Uh, last crusade was 1271. Okay, 1271. Oops. The plague didn't hit Europe right. until the 13, till 1348. Now, granted, they're in Austria, so it's, like, right on the cusp because it was in Asia first. So you can have the 1344, the plague hitting Eastern Europe. I'll give you that. But the fact of the matter is you made the Crusades happen an extra 50 years for the movie. (laughs) And it's not correct. That's not hard. You don't. Why do they have to be Crusades? They could have just been fighting any other war. They lasted 200 years and stopped... Before the 1300s. Not into the 1300s. Now, you can make the argument, hey, well, it takes a really long time to, like, transfer information. Not 50 years. Okay, I'll give you a year to get your shit together to get a letter from whoever was like, okay, you guys don't have to stop fighting anymore. (laughs) A letter. (laughs) Drop it in the post. 
But the timeline, <laughs> it's not right, you guys. It's not, no. Does, but do you go into this movie expecting it to have done any no. research? I guess not. But you're right. Like, this is not even... This is not even bottom of the no, barrel No, they just research. picked two big things that happened around that time. Congratulations, you got it within a fucking century. No. This is a Jenkins idea. <laughs> it really was. Fucking Jenkins. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Along with it, this idea of its main characters, like Ron Perlman headbutting people with iron helmets on. You, he would knock himself out. Right. And those helmets. But the American Fuck. accents. Yeah. Fucking great. Did you notice, by the way, when when the religious man who actually had a British accent mm-hmm. was telling Nicolas Cage to hold his insolent tongue? Did you notice that there was a man standing behind him and it was the man from Drive Angry who got launched into the RV and exploded? No, I didn't notice that. And I'm amazed that you did. <laughs> well, how could you find that amazing? That seems right on track for me. <laughs> That's insanely specific. <laughs> I, at this point, I think Nick Cage just gets all of his friends together and be like, let's do movies. Like, just us. Like, we'll just us. We'll do movies. Yeah. Let's each put in $5 million. I'm sorry, put in what? (laughs) Well, 20 million of it will go to me for my fee. I am Nicolas Cage. (laughs) And he has bills to pay. Yeah, but this movie is Season of the Witch. Why don't we spend less money? (laughs) Nope. Oh, fuck. So, uh, what am I also... I have it as... uh, grievance and a positive point i love it when they pick up the witch you know i it's so weird so they get they go into to to this village they get found out for being crusaders but who have left because in the middle of a crusade nicholas cage killed a woman and then you know it was only after killing thousands of people that he thought (laughs) yeah I just killed a woman. Is any of this right? <laughs> and he he brings it up to the priest who says, hold your insolent tongue. Hey, go fuck yourself. We're out of here. Who's going to stop us? Let him know who was the badass then. But now if they go, I guess, so I take it, if they go into a town and are found out as deserters, they're fucked. Um, would you like to tell me how the fuck they were supposed to know that they were deserters? How? How How? How? How would anybody have known that? I guess you're not allowed to be alone. You'd be with the rest of the army. But there's men. There's men in the village. Not everybody went to war. That's a huge grievance. True. How the fuck did they know? Did they go on Google? No, the fuck they didn't. <laughs> hey, FBI's most wanted. Watch out for these guys. Deserters. No. <laughs> No one drew pictures and sent them all over fucking Europe for these two guys that left the Crusades. A war that was never going to be fucking won. How am I supposed to know? They didn't get branded. They just left. Wanted. Drive angry and Hellboy. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it should be Ghost Rider and Hellboy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I really like... One of the things I loved was the when they first get to that village and there's that sort of quiet man who ends up going with them. Yeah. He kind of looks priestly himself. But I, I don't know that he was, was he? The monk or the friar? No, the other guy. Oh, the older guy. Yeah, the older guy. I don't know who he was. But I like it when he's talking to the the, the priest about the plague because he they gave a lot of witch exposition. And so he's saying that she showed up and then the Black Plague, you know, everywhere she's traveled, the Black yeah. Plague has come. And he says, you know, I've been to villages where there have been no witches and they still have the Black Plague. He's just like this this one quiet question that says (laughs) you might be up to your fucking eyeballs and complete bullshit. The church might not know what the fuck it's talking about. Oh, my God. (laughs) I really like that. Especially because it's not presented in that way. It's just sort of a ponderance, just sort of, Hmm. no, I've been thinking. That your logic doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The voice of reason was killed off, what, first? Uh, It's like the director was like, oh, no, 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 no. We got to get rid of him. Got to get rid of him. There will be none of that. This is not a movie for understatement. (laughs) My... The one thing I kept thinking about as I watched this movie was I'm pretty sure every single person involved in this movie agreed to do it and cashed their check before reading the script. Absolutely. (laughs) You'll pay me how much? Yeah, fuck. Why not? Yeah, and Claire Foy was like, well... This is my first movie, so I'm going to go ahead and yeah, do it. I, I, I need to get on screen. Yeah. I'm, Again, I think she's good. I agree. She's a positive point for me. In fact, if anybody has any reason to do this movie, it's her. Nobody yeah. else has any other reason to do this movie. Nobody. She does it, I believe, out of necessity. Survival. Well, you could say that about everybody that isn't Ron Perlman or Nicolas Cage, but... Let's not be too hasty in our judgment. Nicholas Nicholas Cage needs to buy. I don't know another piece of property. Yeah, because he likes to buy property. I looked that up. And bones. And dinosaur bones. Doesn't he buy dinosaur bones or something? He buys lots of stuff. He's also been married five times. Now that's no judgment, Nick Cage. But you know it's expensive getting married. So. So many times. So many times. Also, I'm sure you already knew this, but I just found out last night that Nick Cage, he's a Coppola. Oh, yeah. I had no idea that he was from, like, movie royalty. No surprise there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, we know. Had no idea. Everybody listening is thinking of themselves, I can't believe she didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, when he first started, he he changed his name. Yeah. From Coppola. 
He wanted to make it on his own, Chew. I respect that. And boy, did he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Okay, here's my one of my biggest grievances that I want to talk to you about. I'm very excited to talk about this scene. They come to a bridge, Chew. Yeah. <laughs> First okay. of all, how the fuck did that bridge get built? I think of that every time we see a a shitty bridge scene in any movie, and there's fucking tons. Right. How did how does that happen? How did this rope and plank bridge get built? What is it? 30 or 40 feet across at least? 50? Yeah, it's a big one. With a a cavernous drop. I mean, we're talking the classic vertical limit 10,000 foot drop. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be super fucking dead if you slip and fall. This is an engineering marvel, this fucking bridge. Yep. Of course, it's decrepit, too, when they get there. Yeah, and they're pissed so about Nicholas, it. Yeah, Nicholas Cage walks across the bridge with his horse without any warning to friends, by the way. No, just... He's like, we got we got to get past this fucking bridge. So he just starts walking. Ron Perlman says, hey, what the fuck are you doing? This bridge appears to be barely stable enough to get him walking, not on his horse, but walking his horse across. Then comes the prison cage... With two horses and four men with the woman inside of it. They did get the horses like across first, which I really appreciated because I didn't want to worry any longer than I was about the horses. Yeah, you're falling. right. All right. All right. I'll give them that. They started using pulleys and ropes. Yeah. But there's no, I mean, my first, my first thought was, oh, witch has got to be out of the cage. They're not bringing that thing across. Yeah. And then they just bring it across. And that's got to be the heaviest fucking wagon. Oh, my God. Ever. Solid I love oak. that. I love that because because it's a rope bridge and because it kind of sinks in the middle. You know, you really you're going to you're working your ass off to go the up. Yeah. To get to get off that bridge. And the witch Claire Foy keeps saying, take me out. <laughs> Save some weight. I promise I won't leave. As though her 85 pounds is going to make a difference on this 4,000 pound steel cage is going to be the thing that breaks it. Oh, fantastic. What a fucking grievance. Uh, yeah, that whole scene. And because you know exactly how that scene's going to end. Yeah. Still fucking boring. Yeah. Everything that is meant to make your heart pound in this movie Makes you go, meh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. Like, what a... God, this movie's fucking drab. Just fucking drab. <laughs> In all capital letters at one point, I wrote, this movie be boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do when I start getting bored right you what band names and album titles oh what did you come up with my first one was when they find Stephen Graham as Hagamar in the pillory 
you know, the uh, you put your head and it locks your head in your hands. But it looks like it has vomit all over it, too. It's because he gets food thrown at them, which I think is wasteful because y'all are starving and it's the plague. So maybe you shouldn't be wasting your food chucking it at prisoners. Well, I called it the puking pillory. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the puking pillories. (laughs) That's good. I also wrote down witch prevention canvas. So. They keep just pulling a blanket over the cage to yeah. stop her from being a witch. Just dust, just b- brush her under the rug. No one will yeah. see her. Good. Good book, zombie beatdown. When he's hitting the zombie yeah. priests in the head with the Bible. Salad. Or some sort of religious book. I also wrote down an album title, Close Up Fire Fart Death. <laughs> Uh, I like that one a lot. That's pretty good. (laughs) All right. Let's take another break, shall we? Yeah. We'll take another break, and then we'll come back, and we'll finish up Season of the Witch right after this. If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to... Stay on target. And check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, But as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target. Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target. That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we are back. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Chu and I are here trying to figure out what went wrong with Season of the Witch. There's too many things to count that went wrong, right, Chu? Well, I counted 40. You obviously weren't counting very well. You missed <laughs> at least eight. I was eight. counting just fine. <laughs> you make it sound like 32 is not a lot of grievances. <laughs> just felt like we should have been closer. Do you know how many times... I've said, how many grievances do you have? And you say something like, eight, but I just kind of stopped taking notes. <laughs> I th- a, very, a couple of times. You're giving me shit? <laughs> I've got 32 fucking grievances. I just want you to hate this movie this exact same amount as I do. I'm saying I do. Okay. Put aside our grievance totals. I fucking hate this movie, Chew. <laughs> okay. That makes me feel better. All right? Yeah. This movie's such a piece of shit. Uh, Where are we even at now? They get to the monastery on the mountain. Yeah, we we passed the dogs, or passed the bridge, and then the dogs. We We passed the bridge, then we kill a bunch of dogs. The dogs kill some of us. Old man Mm -hmm. dies. 
Hagamar dies. And then they get the witch to the monastery or whatever the fuck it is. The yeah. castle. Yeah. But all the priests are dead, right? Yep. From the plague? Like super dead. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, whoa, he's gross. Yeah. Deep blue sea super dead. Oh, worse. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> oof, he's dead. <laughs> and everyone just keeps touching the the, the corpses. Yes, it's I noticed the plague. that too. I didn't like Stop that. Stop touching. <laughs> they didn't know what they didn't know, Chew. It just makes sense. If you see something ick, don't fucking touch it. So I should hold his the, the dead person's hand and then lick my fingers, right? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Isn't that the way we do it? <laughs> Ugh. God damn it. See, you know what this problem for this movie is? This movie needed to be an unintentional comedy, and it's not that. No, there's nothing funny about this movie. No. No. So you're right in the sense that it took itself a little too seriously. Yeah. They didn't know how ridiculous a movie they were making, and that's a problem. Yeah. If you're going to make a ridiculous movie, lean into it a little bit. <clears throat> there was zero self-awareness on this yeah. movie. Yeah. Good book, Zombie Beatdown, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid band name. <sighs> so the whole, the whole third act of this movie is... Our heroes realizing why they got to this monastery, the problem with getting to the monastery, the idea that the witch is not a witch, and then having to kill the non-witch. Correct? Yeah, they should have just kept her as a witch and not added in this demon thing that she's possessed by a demon and not like actually that? a witch. They should have just kept her... A witch. That, I just, eh. Did you did you want eh. to see the fair trial that Nicolas Cage was describing? I was hoping that she would win and just burn everybody. Take the stand, please. Oh, like she put on a good show? Convince them she's not a witch and then burns everybody? Roll yeah. credits? Like that would have fun. I'm, I'm, I'm down that. for that. Yeah. That sounds like, Chew, you need to be pitching sequels with Tom and I. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lovely idea. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that would have been better. But she turns into this demon thing and flies away. Oh, what? She flies? Yeah, she fucking flies. Flies away. <laughs> yeah. Brings birds to the monastery and they... They fly around in some weird tornado thing. Well, before before we find out that she's a demon, because there's a line that says, this is no witch, but she's looking at them pretty witchy. Yeah. I just wrote down, she seems pretty witchy to me. <laughs> I don't know. Again, your logic. I, you know, I'm i not, not so sure. But also, Chu, she escapes via CGI cage melting. Yeah. I did not care for that. Like, why? Uh, they they make a point to be like, oh, she wanted to come here the whole time. She made sure that we were going to stay on track and 
she wanted to get to the monastery. The demon wanted to so, get to yeah, the monastery. For the benefit of our audience, let's let them know that there were two characters that were going to kill her along the way because they think yeah. she's just doing witchy shit. And what happened to the old man? Hagamar got torn to pieces by the dogs, by the by the yeah. By oh, the bad wolves. Um, she makes the older guy hallucinate. Oh, that's right. And, he, and the their comrade accidentally yeah. kills him. That's right. Yeah. But these were the two people in her way of trying to actually get to the monastery, which she wants because she needs to destroy the last book that can destroy her. Destroy her. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All that being said, if she's this powerful demon, why didn't she just do her demon thing and fly her her skinny ass over there to the monastery? Yeah, right. If you can do the CGI cage melt, you could have done that at any time. Yeah. And if you're going to make the argument, well, she didn't know where it was. Only the other Hagamar only knew where it was. And I'm going to be like, why doesn't the demon know where it is? He should just know. Well, plus the demon can fly. Like, you got just an Just fly around. Here. Fucking find it. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't fucking take you too long. You've been going in this direction for days. Keep going. Just doesn't make any sense. I had... <laughs> this is going to be a joke completely wasted on you, Chew. Well, you can try anyway. But the whole time I was watching this movie, all I could think about was Monty Python's The Holy Grail. I'll believe you. Fucking God damn it. (laughs) Teachable moment. You're watching that movie. Okay. So that's a medieval times type movie too. But every time that the heroes get in trouble or confronted, they say, run away, run away. And they all just run away. (laughs) I always constantly wanted our heroes to say, run away like fucking demon flies up the air. Holy shit. They're all speaking with American (laughs) accents anyway. So I just wanted to hear, holy shit, run away. (laughs) I would have been fine with that. Just leave. Then the movie would have been as ridiculous as it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. I also, there's a scene, the demon escapes, but the, there were like doors above them and the doors all explode. Do you remember that? Yeah. I wrote down a line of dialogue that I wished was in this movie that just was, look out, doors. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish somebody in that group said, look out, doors. Oh, that was bad. That would have been good. Yes. That would have made it better. (laughs) At least it would have gotten a laugh out of me if they'd put that in there. I know. You know what we haven't talked about? Christopher Lee makes an appearance in this movie. Okay, I read that and I have no idea who he was. Oh, you didn't pick up on it? No. He was the village where they get the witch. Was he the cardinal? Who's sick? Yeah. He's oh. all sick and fucked up and looks leprous or whatever, or black plague-ish. If he'd been standing up, I would have been like, hmm, that looks like Chris Frilly. 
because Chris yeah. really is very tall. Was very tall. Um, Christopher Lee, he must have been in 17 hours of makeup to do four minutes of film. Yeah. I didn't I didn't figure out who he was until just now. Thank you for that. That's <laughs> what I'm here for, Chu. <laughs> yeah, I needed that. This is all a learning experience for you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> what the... you're learning, I don't know. <laughs> I learned to never watch this movie again. I'll say. Part of my last... Remember that part when Nicolas Cage decides he's going to kill the witch? Yeah. That was some serious acting right there. I Holy shit. I made a mental note of that. I wasn't... I was like, what are you doing, Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Because <laughs> there are... In movies like this, there are always moments where you think... I mean, at least Nicolas Cage is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're never upset to see him. If there was a no-name actor, you'd think, Jesus Christ, this was, you know, this yeah. movie's a real mess. But a lot of times, even somebody like you know, Nicolas Cage can bring at least some, some heft to even a shitty written scene. But man, not in that scene. Yeah. It was a bit of a mess. He, he's done better. <laughs> As we know. Oh, fuck. So, how's this movie end, Chew? Uh, the heroes die. And as you know, I'm always... That was always a positive o- point for me. I'm always okay with that. That was my last positive point. Yep. Because when Ron Perlman dies, you think... You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I went, hey, wait, are they going to have both heroes die? Yeah. I'm down for that. Fuck yes. If for no other reason, then there will not be a sequel. (laughs) Yeah. And they. uh, And we don't have to watch this ever again. No strings attached on that one. Just snip. We're done. (laughs) Uh,. Yeah, so they... um... I also like that this movie... The end of this movie basically hinged on... on Nicolas Cage being able to keep the demon pinned to the wall. Yeah. Despite getting stabbed in the back by the demon's wings. Pointy wings. Yeah. You heard me. Pointy wings wings because there's always like a little talon in the middle of the wings yeah right that's my my sound effect (laughs) too bad you guys couldn't see me it was pretty good (laughs) that's fucking amazing (laughs) Uh, all right chew i mean what else anything else for you in this fucking messy movie Uh, i i mean i don't understand how the girl survives. I literally don't understand. You didn't see her dr- her body drop out? Nope. In the CGI destruction moment? No, there was a lot going on in that scene, and I think it, it just... Uh, yeah, I didn't catch it. So I go, okay, oh, yeah. that makes sense then. But it, it basically just looked like 
a black mass dropping out of the body of the demon. And I went, yep, that's the girl. (laughs) I'm glad you caught that because I didn't. Yeah. Uh... And then, of course, they made sure to, you know, to make sure she's naked. Because that makes sense. (laughs) Uh, Claire, you didn't have to agree to that. But if you were fine with it, I'll shut my mouth. But you didn't have to be naked. Okay. Ooh. I mean, it wasn't egregious, though. No, she didn't. You it's didn't see anything. It's not like they were just showing just... full frontal nudity or anything. But no. I just went naked woman lying on the floor. Yeah, you can tell she's naked. It wasn't offensive. Oh. Shocker. I didn't think about a drinking game until just now. So <laughs> okay. you'll, you'll have to go first and buy me some time. Uh, you know, we discussed this not too long ago where I... I said, why does this always come as a surprise to you? And you're like, I always prepare. What are you talking about? Yeah, that, I think that's a lie. <laughs> like an unintentional lie. So you're right. See, but the problem for this movie was, I have to admit, I struggled coming up with a drinking game. There's a lot of inconsistencies. For this movie. Yeah, to, because there's not, know, there's not really one thing throughout that you can kind of speak to. No. So the only thing I thought of was any time a witch does something witchy. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good one. Because you have the witch, at the, you know, you have the witches at the beginning. So you get, uh, you know, you get a little couple shots there and then you have some time off and then they get Claire Foy and she's always looking evil in the cage and then turning wolves yeah. into hairless murder puppies (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess that's where my mind went i think the one i was thinking of on the fly would be anytime there's a time jump but you're gonna be that's only at the beginning exactly but it's a lot (laughs) so you just get you just get shit faced in the first 20 minutes the rest of the movie (laughs) it's the only way to enjoy this movie (laughs) is to drink by time jumps (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let the we'll let the people decide, Chu. Do you like my idea that I gave some thought to, or Chu's idea that was given no thought? That's rude. <laughs> You're the unprepared one. I know. It's like I never do my homework. It's not my fucking fault. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Still on the on on the fly. I thought you, I like yours. All right, except, I had reason behind it. Except you're drinking for ten minutes and then are never drinking again. Other than that, <laughs> it's just delightful. Like I said, it's the only way to get through this movie. But we'll let the people decide. Yeah. All right. Anything left for you on the subject of season of the witch? Uh no. I'm just still blown away that this movie made money. I know. Doesn't feel right. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing about this movie is right. (laughs) You want to tell the good people which movie, uh, which Nicolas Cage movie we're going to do next? Oh. I think we're sticking with 2011, aren't we? I think so. Is Trespass, we talked about Trespass. Yeah. Is that it? 
We're I gonna don't, do trespass. I don't know Max. shit we'll, about that movie, so this. I've be never fun. seen it. <laughs> but, Can you believe that? I've never seen it. Had you seen this movie? Before? No, actually. Oh wow! I hadn't seen this movie either. Oh, this is fun. Ooh, is there so, is there a teachable moment with Nick Cage? Should we end this mm, this shitty run with a good yes. a, on a good note from him? Yeah, he's done plenty of good movies. Okay. Because there's I mean, definitely he won, an, he won an Academy Award for leaving Las Vegas. I've never seen that. It's a downer, but it's a good movie. Ethan mentioned Raising Arizona, and I don't know what that <gasps> is. Oh, well then, yes. <laughs> that should be the one. That movie's Alrighty. great. Wow, look We're at Ethan about... contributing. Who'd have thought? Wow. Little Chew? What? He contributes nothing, including money to my fucking wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Day 90 of Chance has gotten, not gotten his money paid. <laughs> Sorry, I have nothing to do with that. That fucking garbage husband of yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's end it there. All righty. <laughs> Let's end it on Chew's garbage husband. For Lady Chew from Tua T Fitness. I am Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. We're going to see you next week for another Nicolas Cage movie. We're going to trespass on trespass. Solid. Look at that. All right. I say good day to you, Chu. Good day. That was fine. Not bad. Yeah, that was all right. That was 70%. Say say goodbye to the people. Make it nice. (laughs) Well, now there's pressure. Good day, everybody. Thanks for listening. I was nice. That was good. And I, I meant liked it. it. I, I meant know. it. It sounded like it. Took me a for second. For the first time ever. <laughs> Only took us 20-something episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time.